Talk like a man. With that said, <laughs> let's talk like a man for everybody by playing that theme song and getting started in five, four, three, two. On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss the realities of local marketing. And of course, we're going to talk about a lot of other cool things that we've got coming up and uh, some changes that we have uh, in in some of the things that we do. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And today's episode is actually made possible by a very interesting software called Synthesis. Now, if you're not familiar with Synthesis, Synthesis is a software that does text-to-speech. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. This week, we're going to talk about the reality of local marketing, and there's a reason for that, and it also has to do with why we missed uh, a couple of episodes, uh, and that is because I, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the, on the show or not, Steve. I don't know if I brought it up. I, I know I kept it quiet for a little while. Um, I don't think you've, you've mentioned it on the show yet because um, we were I may were, have mentioned we it gone. kind of in passing as a possibility. Yeah, but, but we were gone 4th uh, of July. We've remember. purchased – you may notice the, the wall behind me. The boards are now vertical instead of horizontal and they're, um, I, they're completely fake this time. Uh, the other boards were actually real. This is actually a, a fake paneling, but I was able to put it up quickly. Uh, we're in a new office here because we actually purchased a local business. Uh, my company, Act Now Partners, uh, myself and Adam, we um, we purchased a local business that was looking to sell, and uh, we've consolidated things, so we've moved our offices into here, uh, which is really good. And, and the business that we bought is an escape room business. And if you don't know what an escape room business is, escape rooms are those live action games where we lock you in a room and we have a scenario such as, uh, you know, you're in a haunted camp or you're in, uh, you know, a military office and, or you're in a bank and you got to steal the money and you have to solve clues in order to get out at the end or to solve the mystery or whatever it happens to be. So we purchased that business from uh, a guy that I, I've known for a few years who's had this here. Um, you know, after COVID, he's decided to, uh, to he's got a job. And, and so running this is, is not a, uh, was not a priority at that point. Uh, so he was ready to get out. We've taken it over and we're starting to use all of the things that we've talked about on our own business. Now, obviously, the things that we talk about when we talk about Google My Business, we talk about YouTube, we talk about Facebook, we talk about Twitter and Instagram and everything else, all the different things that we do to help other people's businesses, well, now things are a little bit different. And, and the reason they're a little bit different is, is twofold. One, we have full control. We can do whatever we want. There's nobody here to go, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Uh, we don't have to worry about that. But two, it's also not our, it's, all, it's also this time it's our money that's on the line. So if you think about when you're dealing with a, a customer, you might be willing to go, oh, yeah, 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 no, spend $10,000 a month in advertising on Facebook because it's going to be well worth it. Well, yeah, it's well worth it because it's not your own money. <laughs> right, right. So now we have to do these things and know that it's our money that's on the line. And, uh, you know, we've got to put all of that effort in and make sure that we're following the budgets that we, we set forth and, and whatnot to make sure that we have the best experience possible when it comes to that. So um, it's an interesting time here. We've uh, moved to the office. We've got it over here now. It's, um, 
it's weird. We've got uh, a much bigger space, a lot bigger space than we had before. Um, but my office space is much smaller. So the other office, I had a much bigger office where I had my office set up and I had the green screen all in one room and then I had a couple other rooms. Well, in this one here, I, there's not enough room to do all of that. It's, it's literally just a, a, you know, a, a glorified big closet, really. <laughs> no, that's about the, it's about the average size of an yeah, office. It, yeah, it's an average sized office. But, so we won't have the green screen in here. We're, we're going to set up a, a green screen area elsewhere right. in, in the building, which is good because then we can use it for the customers that come in to do better pictures and things. So there's going to be a lot of fun things that we can do. Uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time, but um, that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about what we're doing now. Steve, you've been to uh, uh, the webinars that we've been running on Wednesdays, and mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, we've I actually started. I'd been running some webinars on Mondays and Wednesdays, one for Photoshop and one for um, local marketing while we're in the coronavirus crisis, and we ran those for you know a couple months. And, you know, we started to run out of things to, to talk about. We kind of hit everything we needed to. So I ended those two just as we took over this business so that we could start a new webinar every Wednesday where we talk about the different things we're doing for this business. And again, it's unique because we're not doing it for some plumber and sharing it where, you know, that plumber is in control of the purse strings and doesn't want to do this. And we're in full control. We're opening the books. I'm showing you how much money we actually made and how much we've spent on advertising. I'm showing you exactly what we did on our Facebook page, on our YouTube channel, etc., so that we can really open that up and let people know. So let's talk a little bit about the realities of this and some of the things that we're doing that we think are important. You know, before... Uh, and, and I don't want to say anybody's you know trying to get one over on any businesses because I don't think that's the case. But um, it's a lot easier to go to a local business that you want to take on as a client and tell them to do these 10 things. But in reality, when it's your business, are you going to do those 10 things? Do you, do you truly believe that those 10 things, you know, and it doesn't have to be 10. That's a made up number. It could be eight, could be 20. Do you truly believe in those 10 things to the point where you would put it on your business and see it as a vital part of growing your business? And I can tell you that the things that we sell, we're doing with our business. And we'll talk all about those different things here and, and what we're trying to set up. So uh, coming into this business, um, the good and the bad, the good, they were already number one in Google My Business because... There's no competition for it right now. It, in, in our town, there's only one escape room. And the next escape room is, you know, three towns away. So they're not, you know, they're not really competing for that space. So by, by default almost, we're number one on Google My Business, at least for escape rooms. However, there is opportunity in other areas. For instance, for things like, um, you know, people trying to do a birthday party. If they're searching for birthday party, you know, places to have a birthday party. Well, we want to make sure that we show up at the top there. And those are places where we have opportunity to really grow because we've got a really nice um, high-end bowling alley and arcade and bar that's right across the street. So if you put in things for parties, they're going to want that as well. Now, I, I in some of those categories, we actually do beat them already um, or, or we've started to beat them and some of the others. But there's a few places like that that host parties. We have a, a gaming lounge that's up the road. If you don't know what that is, that's where people can come in and they can play all sorts of video games on big screen TVs with, you know, haptics and, and, and have a lot of fun and bring all their friends and play. Um, you know, everybody can be playing NBA Jam. Well, I guess NBA Jam. I don't know if that's a real thing. I'm showing my age here, but, uh, you know, ESPN 
NBA 2K or whatever, um, you could bring in all of your friends and play it there on all their screens and, you know, work together. Um, whereas at home, you might only have one friend that you can do that with, or maybe you do it online. Well, now you can do it all there. So they've got this gaming lounge. That's a competitive place for this. And so we need to make sure that we can show up for things like bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, uh, birthday parties, things to do, date night. You know, there's a lot of things people can search that we want to show up on the maps when they search those things. And, and in the webinar, we kind of did some of those searches and we saw where some we were doing really well in and some we weren't. So now that we're adding those things into our Google My Business, we're actually going to hopefully see a lot of improvement there. So we're definitely working hard on Google My Business. We're making, we've, we've, we've got posts going in there. We've added videos. We've added 360 images. We've added a ton of other images and there's more to go. We got a lot of other things we want to add there as well. We're doing posts. Uh, on a regular basis, as well as automated posts. So that's Google My Business. So that's number one. To me, Google My Business is probably the single most important thing that you can have. That's where people that are searching are going to start. Um, you may end up getting more out of your videos or maybe more out of social media. However, Google My Business a lot of times is going to be the foundation. And even when you're doing things like videos, a lot of times you're sending people back where they're going to be searching for you and you want to make sure you show up. So to me, that is the foundational thing you've got to have is Google My Business. Okay. The next thing, especially for this particular company is uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, we're going to get into Zig, uh, uh, TikTok soon. We're going to be, you know, we're, we're in Twitter, we're in all of these things, Pinterest to make sure that we're getting content out to all of these locations and that we're putting our name address and phone number, a backlink to our website and everything and all of that stuff in all of those places, Facebook being the most important one. And, uh, you know, we, we actually currently do stuff where Facebook, um, is integrated in our business. When somebody comes in and they sign up to, to do a room, to play a game, they have to sign a waiver and in that waiver, um, it also then at the end takes a picture and it will upload that automatically to Facebook. So we've constantly got things automatically going to Facebook. Now, last night I took that one step further and everything that we upload to Facebook now automatically is going to go to Twitter. It's going to go to Pinterest and it's going to go to Instagram all done through either IFTTT or Buffer. So to get to Instagram, you have to use Buffer and to get to, um, uh, Pinterest and to get to Twitter, I'm using uh, IFTTT. So every time an image is posted to the Facebook page, it's going to automatically go to Twitter. It's going to automatically go to, um, uh, what was the other one I said? Not Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Pinterest, uh, through IFTTT. And then through Buffer, it's going to go to Instagram. Now, the good thing about that is uh, that actually makes Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram better than Facebook. And I'll tell you why. One of the problems that we have, and I'm actually working with the company that makes the software or uh, also talking to a software developer to make our own, the software that posts our stuff to Facebook only posts an image. That's it. There's no text. There's no hashtags. There's no tagging people. There's no nothing there. So it just posts it to Facebook. Well, when it posts it to Facebook and then it automatically goes to the others, 
in buffer and in IFTTT, we add text to those and links. And so those actually now will have links back so that people can book the rooms and stuff and, and Facebook will not. So what we're doing is manually going in afterwards, like later in the day and starting to add that stuff to the images that were posted. Um, and hopefully the software we can at some point get that changed where it does that or, or get a new software that does that. But uh, so far, haven't found any existing ones that do that, um, you know. So it's interesting. And I was actually, um, and Steve, you'll be interested in this, and this is something that we, we can discuss a little further in this. Uh, I was actually in one of the escape room owner forums last night, and I asked people, hey, does anybody use a software that does more than just throwing a picture up onto Facebook? And it was funny because um, these debates broke out. Like this one escape room owner immediately was like, oh, why would you want to put all the, everybody's image up on Facebook? All you're going to do is annoy the people that have liked your page and they'll, and they'll just go away and then they'll never come back. And, you know, and of course I'm sitting there going, wow, you know, there's a lot of misconception about how Facebook pages work and whatnot, because, uh, quite honestly, I, I, I wish, um, Facebook would reach all the people that have liked my page with, with messages that I have. But the reality of course, is that if you have a thousand followers, people who have liked your page on Facebook, and if you were to post 10 images today onto that Facebook page, you would be lucky if, you know, 20 of those people even got a single one of those images on right. there their right. their uh, timeline they're not going to be inundated with 10 pictures every day it's just it's not going to happen uh and it's not going to happen on purpose facebook isn't going to do that one because they want you to pay to boost the post so you know you'd have to pay in order for that to happen and i'm not going to pay to boost every single image that comes out there certainly not when we're running you know run 20 20 games and have 20 pictures you know we're not going to pay to boost all those posts and, and quite honestly if i was going to boost a post it wouldn't just be a team photo uh, maybe once in a while just to show, hey, look, these guys played. But the point being is that Facebook marketing is huge. And by posting multiple times a day those new images, those fresh images, along with whatever else we post, that's going to actually help that Facebook page to be found. It's going to boost that edge rank, you know, and, and hopefully more and more people will see these things. But yeah, you, you don't, you know, you don't sit there and worry that if you're posting pictures every day, real pictures, that you're people that have liked your page are going to get annoyed because they're going to see them all day long because they're not. It's just, it's not going to happen. And people don't seem to understand that. So that's um, one thing, you know, to get into there is uh, the social me media is something we've been working on a lot. So um, when I, when I got in here, I got access to the Facebook page. Um, I only recently finally got access to the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, I had to create the Pinterest. I had to create the YouTube channel. Now the YouTube channel is another thing we've, we've gone pretty heavily into with that. So, um, to me, I think that in this particular business is going to be a big part of it because it's such a visual and emotional type of business. You know, you want to immerse people with something that feels real. You know, if they go into, we've got one called The Haunting of Camp Rutledge. We want you to feel like you're in a cabin out in the woods and that it's haunted. We don't want, you know, it's not just going to be a, a regular old room and just, you know, play make-believe, which by the way, I've been in escape rooms where that's the case. Um, we were in one that was a, a, we were in a pirate ship and the pirate ship was basically just a regular room like this with, um, you know, a couple of piratey looking things in the room. You know, you, you were in an office space. So in Camp Rutledge, you know, we've, we built a cabin. It's made out of wood. You know, it's got bunks in it and, and, and lanterns that light it and a fireplace and everything else. And, um, if you saw my, my video for synthesis, which is, uh, the, the, uh, 
the uh, show is made possible by Synthesis today. When you go to that page, you'll actually see a video I shot in there in the haunted cabin. And so you can kind of take a look at that and uh, and see what's going on there. So it's very cool. Um, point being is you want to be able to make this immersive, emotive, and you do that through videos. And I've been working on videos. Now, these guys had some videos that they've made. Uh, they're not the best videos in the world, but we're going to use them because it's content. We've also gone and used rep videos to take some of the reviews that we have and make a bunch of videos out of the reviews that people have left that we then put out onto there as well. And so that's what we're doing now with, with YouTube. And we made sure that we've got, um, you know, the, the icons and the banners and, and that we filled out the about section and that we've put the name, address and phone number in there so that we're getting citations. We put links back to Facebook. We put links to Google My Business. We put links to the website. And then in all the videos that we put up there, we make sure that they've got thumbnails. We make sure that we fill the, out the title with the, uh, with the, the keyword and then the branding on every single one of the videos. And then we put a nice long description in every single one of those videos that has information about that video, information on buying a ticket, information on all of our games, and, and links back to GMB, links back to Facebook, links to reviews that we've gotten, so that all of that stuff is being repeated over and over and over inside of there. So if you think about this, one of the most important things is Google My Business. Well, you need citations, and citations are name, address, phone number found elsewhere on the internet that match what's in your Google My Business page. Well, if we have a hundred videos, that's a hundred potential citations, plus a citation in the channel itself, plus a citation in every single one of the playlists that we create. So you're just building and building and building all of these citations as you add videos. So not only do people get to see what you're doing and learn more about your games and get excited and get immersed, but you're also building citations and you're building backlinks to Google My Business and to your website in every one of those videos, every one of those playlists and the channel itself. And that's just going to keep expanding and expanding as you do more and more. And of course, what do we do with those videos? Well, we put those videos out through OnlyWire or SendWire or SendLab, and that's going to take those hundred videos that already have citations and links and spread those out times however many places we send that out to. So Dig, Digo, um, you know, other social media, Web 2.0 sites. So now you're taking those 150 citations and backlinks you've made, and now you're multiplying that times 10 other sites. And so now you've got hundreds and hundreds of these citations out there, and it just keeps snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. So, whew. hope that didn't wear you out too much. And, and so that's, that's our social good. media and video platforms stuff there. Now, uh, on top of that, there's a ton of different things that we've got to do here locally. We've got to run ads. We've got to go out and hit the streets. We've got to make flyers. We've got to make business cards. Uh, we've got to jump out there and start handing those things out. I've got um, my, my business partner, Adam. He's coming out this weekend, and I was hoping to. Unfortunately, uh, we had uh, uh, an issue with... Um, getting some stuff printed, but I wanted to get out to the hotels and motels in the area and give out those rack cards that they put in the lobbies of things to do in the area. And unfortunately, we didn't uh, we didn't get our cards, and uh, we're going to have to reorder them somewhere else. And I tried to get a local printer to do them, but he was too backed up. Uh, I will try a couple others, maybe. It's already going to be too late today, I think, but we'll see if we can get them printed. Uh, I tried getting them printed at Office Max. That did not go well. 
Um, <laughs> needless to say, I will never be Ooh. using them to print anything ever again. Uh, okay. Not a good experience. Office Depot, you paying attention? Yeah. Pay yeah. attention. Not a good experience How from about, a personal standpoint used, and a printing standpoint. So, I always use Vistaprint. Yeah, I, and and that's that's who we'll probably end up going back to to using to get that done. Uh, but I may have to run to Staples and see if they can print out some stuff because they they usually do an okay job as long as they don't. Well, and and the other thing you could do is look for a local printer that has print on demand. Yeah, and I called a couple and they didn't. They were uh, they said they need a, a few days advance notice right um, now. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I may run over to Staples and see if Staples can do it. So, so that's the, the other thing that we need to do is we need to get print materials out there. Uh, we've got somebody coming tomorrow that's going to play one of the rooms, and they they write up reviews and they uh, do recommendations locally. So they're going to be coming in tomorrow. I got them to come in. They're going to play a room. They're going to do a write up. Um, we've got uh, different sites. So that's another thing that you know people tend to forget about a lot of times is that there are industry sites out there that you can be a part of. So for one, uh, I reached out to Escape Spy, which is a website that deals with escape rooms and it lists them out and it will actually sell your tickets um, on their site. So you can go, it's kind of like, um, uh, what's the uh, the one for movies um, where you can oh, buy the know. tickets? Fandango. I don't know. Fandango. Oh, Fandango. So oh, yeah, it's okay. kind of like Fandango. They can go sure. to Escape Spy. They can find all the rooms that are in the area, mine and anybody else's, and they can actually buy tickets right on that site directly, uh, which is really nice. And in fact, I got to contact him again today because he was supposed to send me some stuff to get us connected and uh, we didn't get it. So uh, I got to reach out to him again and see if we can figure that out. But, um, you know, there's a lot of those local type sites like that. There's a lot of local listing sites that are specific to escape rooms that are specific to the local area. We want to get in with those. We want to get in with the local newspaper. So these are all things that we don't often think about. Now, like when I'm working with my local businesses, you know, I'm not getting them into newspapers and all that. I'm, I'm dealing with very specific things. But if you think about this, if I can do this stuff for mine, why can't we do this for those guys as well follow up with the same thing. So my goal is to not only use this business to uh, one, one to offset my uh, office costs and whatnot, because now this place is paying for my office, which I had to pay separately before. So we're saving money each month on that. Um, but also, you know, we've got the opportunities to do a lot of different things that we can grow the business. Now, another thing I want to talk about is. Um, Revenue sources other than your traditional revenue sources. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're, if you're working with a plumber and you're helping them to do marketing, you're helping them do Facebook, you're making videos, you're setting up YouTube, whatever. Um, there are other ways that plumbers can make plumbers, that dentists can make money or plumbers can make money, whichever one it is, aside from just doing dental work or doing plumbing. You know, dentists can offer toothbrushes. They can recommend toothbrushes and send people to Amazon to buy the toothbrush that they think is best or toothpaste they think is best or whatever it happens to be, you know, those water picks that are popular now. Uh, we have a, a dentist that we've worked with for ages and he actually has his own electric toothbrush line that he created. And so he sells that. So these are all extra things that you can do. Now here, um, we deal with entertainment. We deal with you know, the escape rooms, providing entertainment and whatnot in a, in a sort of mystery type of fashion. So we've actually gone out and we've connected with um, uh, Hunt a Killer. And Hunt a Killer is a home-based 
um, game, for lack of a better word, where you solve a mystery and you find the killer through mailings that they send you. So they actually send you a box in the mail and it's got props in it, uh, which are clues. They're not really, you know, we'll call them clues. So it's got clues in it. It's got newspaper clippings. It's got information. It's got letters that people wrote. And you've got to go through all of that and figure out, you know, who the murderer was and solve the mystery. And for instance, in the first one that we did, they actually send you packages in the mail over time. So you don't get the whole thing. You get one part, you do that one part, and then the next one comes in the mail, you do that part. Then the next one comes and you do that part. And so it's a great, uh, it's a great program. It's a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed doing these and it relates to this. And so we've got posters out in the lobby right now that sell that. They just use a scan code and they can purchase it. Uh, we're going to have cards. Now, right now I've just got, when I say posters, we don't, you know, it's just a one sheet. It's a little, you know, one sheet that hangs up, but we're going to get handout flyers that we can give to everybody. We can put it in our email uh, newsletter. We can add our, into our newsletter. Hey, check out, you know, hunt a killer. We're also trying to get back in with, um, big fish games. Now, if you don't know big fish games, big fish games does all of those, uh, casual hidden object games like the uh, mystery case file games and things like that, where you sit there and, you know, it has a list of items and you got to find them. And then you got to put the key into the, into the lock and unlock the thing to get the cat and the cat is inside there. And then the cat eats the mouse. And then, you know, when she, when he eats the mouse, he dro he runs away and there's a key underneath him and the key unlocks something else. So it's very much like an escape room. In fact, it's, it's kind of where escape rooms came from are those games. So that's an online version. So we'll have things in the lobby about that as well so that people can scan those and they can jump in and they can, uh, you know, purchase those games. I've been using, I've been playing big fish games for years. I play them all the time. I love them. And they fit right in. They're very much related. A lot of the, the puzzles I think about are ones that were inspired from some of those games that we've played over the years. So we'll try to offer those in the lobby as well. Um, some other opportunities uh, in our lobby, I want to start marketing other businesses in there. So when people are waiting, we could have a TV that's running information about nearby restaurants or other businesses that are related or other businesses that are not related and have that running in our lobby for a small fee. And we'll be able to, you know, make a little bit of money by marketing those other businesses in our lobby. So that's another thing that I think would be uh, beneficial. We've talked to a couple of businesses about doing some of these cross-promoting type things, and we'll, we're going to take that into a, another level soon. We have um, one of our games is a bank heist. So I've been reaching out to local banks to see if they want to be the the sponsor of the bank heist. So it would be, you know, the, uh, the bank heist, uh, you know, brought to you by Legacy Bank. And we'll have Legacy Bank information there so that people can take that when they leave, you know. Um, so things like that that are out of the box, that are a little bit different, that don't have anything to do with the actual escape room itself, that can be revenue generators on top of that. And that can be done in almost any industry. Plumbers could be selling liquid plumber. Uh, you know, dentists could be selling toothbrushes. Um, roofers could be selling I don't know, whatever, whatever would make sense, you know, gutter helmets or, or something, you know, um, lots of different things that you could do there. You know, for me, I always want to think outside the box. I always want to try something new that may or may not help. Will we sell any hunt to killers? Don't know. We'll see. You know, we've had, we've had quite a few people click so far. We've seen a lot of clicks, but you know, we'll see if it over time, if people actually jump in and purchase it. Once we have more materials and we can hand out cards and flyers that they can take with them, I think that's going to, you know, change that up a little bit. 
Uh, maybe we'll even bring in some of the hunter killer stuff here so that we can see it because we've you know we've played some of their hunter killer stuff so we can actually bring in live examples and and show people that uh, we're going to try to bring in a lot more corporate players so bring in these big businesses that want to run the rooms as training exercises and team building that's a very popular thing with escape rooms and, and we don't do a lot of that here right now so I'm reaching out to those those businesses to try and say, hey, we're here, we'll do that for you. You know, you come in and 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 we can run that for you. Um, another thing that we've done is we've reached out to um, a lot of the other businesses to exchange. So we've reached out to escape room businesses and I've sent my stuff to them. They've sent some stuff to me because, you know, in the escape room business, we've got five rooms. If you did all five rooms, you're probably not going to come back and do them again. Maybe you will if you've got other friends that you want to take to it, or if you didn't get out the first time, maybe you'll come back and try again. But for the most part, once you've done five rooms with us, until we change the rooms, probably not coming back. So we might as well send you to another room some you know, that's two towns over because they could use your patronage, and it keeps you thinking about the escape room so that when we're ready to have you back in with a new one, you can come back in. And I think that, that will be a... Uh, you know, a, a really good, um, you know, a, a good revenue source as well to be able to change those things back and forth. So that I think that would be a big help. Um, we're also working, you know, connecting with local restaurants and things like that to try and do like dinner and a movie type stuff um, with dinner and a game. So they'll go eat pizza and then come over and, and play one of the games. So that's the type of things that we're doing with these cross promotions. Um <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but Daily Motion just started playing an, an ad here, so I apologize. I'm going to try and kill that. Oh, I didn't hear it. Good. But that, that's only okay. I could hear yeah. it. But yeah. um, you know, then of course we've got ads. So I'll be the first to admit I am not a Facebook ads expert. When we're doing things for people that have to do with Facebook ads, I actually bring somebody in to do that because it's just not my thing. However, for this, I've been doing it myself, and we've seen huge results, uh, like staggeringly, staggeringly good results. I'm talking like um, I did a, a, an ad with one of the videos and only promoted it here locally and got thousands of views and over 700 clicks to the website from it. Um, I've seen now, did that turn into sales? It did Now, did it turn into 700 sales. No, but hopefully over time it, it probably will. We ran other, um, ads that were more traditional type Facebook ads. And again, we got hundreds of people that clicked through and we're only promoting it to the local area, but yet we're getting hundreds of people that have clicked to the website because of that. And we had a record Saturday last Saturday and a record Sunday last Sunday, or at least record, you know, in the, for the times that I've looked in, in recently, there may have been some points in time, uh, like for instance, you know, maybe at Christmas time it, it might have been um, busier. But Christmas is kind of an anomaly where everything happens anyway. Certainly during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Considering that was zeros in parts yeah. of it, um, yeah. definitely more than that. But yeah, we we set some records just in that, and I, and I attribute it a lot to the ads that we've run because we can see that there's been a lot of clicks and people have, you know, come in because of that. Um, that being said, you know, in all honesty, today has been very slow, but it's Friday. It, Fridays have kind of been slow anyway. Uh, and then they pick up in the evening. So hopefully it'll pick up in a couple hours when people are getting off work and everything. But uh, so far it was actually, you know, looking pretty slow, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but, you know, we're hoping that we'll continue to sell, set some of these records because we had huge numbers 
um, last Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesdays and Thursdays were open. And looking at the history, you know, they used to get zero to three rooms probably. And we more than doubled that on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, a lot more on Wednesday. So we've seen big increases there. And it's all from, you know, I think from doing the things that we're doing, running the YouTube ads, uh, running the Facebook ads, and making sure that we do, you know, all of the social media stuff. And there's a lot to go, which means we have a lot of space that I think we can go even further with this because, you know, we've barely scratched the surface on some of these things. But um, the ads, I mean, it's been big. It's worked really, really well. So I've been excited by that. So that's local marketing and what we're doing and what's changing. Um, is it going to change anything else? No, not really. I mean, you know, I'm still going to be here just like I always am doing the same things I'm always doing. Um, this place pretty much runs itself and that's the idea. The idea would be that this place will run without me getting my hands into it too much. Well, you, you kept the managers too. The man, yeah, the manager is still here. Uh, the employees are still here. So it pretty much runs itself, um, right. whether I'm here or not. Um, you know, that being said, we're, you know, I'm sure there's going to be changes. We're going to get uh, more, um, you know, we're probably going to hire more people in on some of the things because, you know, we want to beef it up. And, and you know, last Sunday, for instance, um, it got really crazy in here. And uh, usually on Sundays, they only have one employee here. And there was no way he could do everything that was going on. I had to come in and, and try and help him. And I don't know what I'm doing yet. So at least as far as running the, the thing. So I barely know what I'm doing. So I don't know how much help I was. But um, it got so busy for a Sunday that it was like, whoa, this never happens. Um, and so I had to come in and, and help out. Um, so we probably need to look at having multiple people ready to go in here on a Sunday. Uh, you know, maybe have one person who's here, but somebody who we can call on, you know, for later in the day. So we open at noon and then maybe by three o'clock, somebody else comes in to help because it's going to get busy and we have to okay. figure all of that stuff out. But there's so sure. many things we have to figure out. We had to figure out payroll. We got to get the websites moved over. We got to take over all the social media accounts. We got to, the booking software, we had to take over and the, you know, everything in between, um, for the phones, the internet, you know, it, it's all crazy. Um, crazy. It's a, lot of work. it's a lot of work. No doubt about it. It's a lot more work you know, than you might think even. Well, yeah, I, I can barely imagine. Now, the one advantage you do have is you, you're passionate about escape rooms. You played a lot yep. of them, so you exactly. at least know something about it. Uh, yeah, well, like and me. that's yeah, that's the one you reason know. we really invested in, in this is because uh, it, 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 we can see it being at least profitable, you know, maybe not making a fortune, at least not in the short term, but as long as it pays for itself and, and covers the cost of my rent and saves me money. That's a good thing, right? Save us yeah. oh, uh, the yeah. rent money every month. That's a, that's a good thing. Um, you know, no, you know, less internet that we have to pay for. Um, mm -hmm. It's all going to be rolled in here. There's already powerful internet, much better internet in here than back at my other office. My other oh, office are always good. having trouble. Um, right now we're, we're running at 600 megabytes, and there we were like every time it seems like we're running at three and four, and it kept shutting down oh. on us. So wow. It's, uh, and, and maybe the air conditioner will always work at this. Uh, the, well, and I'll tell you, the air conditioner in here does work, and it's literally right on the other side of this wall. So this uh -huh. room is by far the coldest room in the place because oh, yeah. it is uh, butted oh, up yeah. against the AC. That's right. That's right. Well, and then, you know, kind of shifting gears here just a little bit, um, it's got to be a year ago maybe two, that you did a show on uh, running um, ads on, pre-roll ads on YouTube and Hulu. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I we do have YouTube ads that. running right now as well. Yeah. Okay. You're running those. You're running the pre-roll ads. That's good. Um, and I can't reveal too much information because I don't have permission. But I, I do. I have a client in California that has a number of locations around a certain geographic area, and uh, he has it's developed brothels. It's brothels, and uh, he uh, has uh, developed a product that doesn't need um, uh, bricks and mortars, so it's virtual sex. And uh, he, uh, uh, he, he wants to advertise all over the place, not just in the geographic areas where he has brick and mortars. And that's what I've been doing for him, is GMB and yep. optimizing his GMBs. And so I remembered that, and I brought Ray in, and Ray talked to him about the advantages of pre-roll ads on YouTube and then running on Hulu, who, uh, by the way, has the highest penetration rate. So, um, you know, that's that's uh, that could be a really good case study because that'll be ongoing, and uh, we could see how much we can grow that business. So uh, don't forget, you got to put together a proposal. Yep. <laughs> yes, we do, and that'll yeah, be good. That'll be cool. <sighs> Yeah, so there's a lot going on, but um, you know it's a lot of work. And, and the way that I'm approaching this particular one is, it's going to run itself. Uh, I will manage it and make sure that it it, it runs, you know, and and things are taken care of. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's going to run by itself. I, I I'll jump in once in a while, mostly because I need to learn how everything works uh, and be able to do it in in a pinch. But we want it to run without me, and and um, you know. That's something that's been mentioned by uh, my wife and Adam as well. That you know, I can't be the one running it. We got to have other people doing that. Um, mm -hmm. it needs to it needs to pay for itself and run itself, and that way, what? you know, we can if we can turn this around and make it into something big. Well, then we build another one. You know, we've, mm -hmm. we've got another mm -hmm. space down in Snellville. We were looking at already that if this works, we'll we'll move into that one. Actually, it's in the same building as my other office. We'll build one oh. down there as well. Um, so there's a lot, you know, a lot of potential with this. You're not in that building anymore, otherwise, though. Correct. Right yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm actually closer to my house now. I can uh, I can walk here. Oh, uh, nice. I mean, it's a long walk, but I can I can do it pretty easily. Yeah. Well, it depends on. I know I know a lot of people that go out running uh, a lot further every day than than the uh, walk to my office is. So it's okay. about it's about three miles from my yeah. house. Well, you know, during the winter that'll be nice. Yeah, well, I'm, I was thinking, I was thinking, getting a bicycle and, and bicycling over, which might is be it good. flat. Is it What's flat that? all the way? Is it flat all the way? Uh, not really. The geography? No. Oh. No, it's, it's kind of all of it. Maybe I'll get an e-bike. So e-bike. There you go. If it uh, if it gets uh, rough terrain, I can use that instead of yeah. pedaling. There you go. Yeah, fire it up. Exactly. All right. Well, good stuff. Good case study, Ray. Yeah. yeah, and we'll we'll keep up on it because that that's exactly the way I see it is a case study. Uh, before we get started, I took down you know all of the different things. For instance, that you know they didn't have a YouTube channel, so that's all zeros when we started. And I've got you know all the numbers from Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything else from before we started, including the number of uh, reviews we have on Google and on Yelp and whatnot. So we got all of that stuff listed as what it was day one that we took over so that as we do all of these things, we can look and see, are we building, are we growing? You know, is our mm -hmm. audience getting bigger? And by the way, we've, we've also done, I didn't mention this, um, for Google My Business, we are running campaigns to get more reviews. And uh, I'm actually doing it with Rep Kahuna 
And for those of you who don't know what Rep Kahuna is, Rep Kahuna, um, it asks people to leave feedback. Okay. And, and I, and I, I specifically use the word feedback because it's, they're not leaving reviews. They're leaving feedback. However, the feedback includes the ability to give us one to five stars and, you know, and whatnot. And then, uh, what that software does is they give us five stars. It asks them to go and put it onto, um, onto, to Facebook or Google or Yelp or, you know, one of the other sites. Um, if it's a bad review, if, you know, we haven't had any bad reviews. If it's a bad review, it goes to a, a, uh, what we call an apology page where it says, Hey, we see that you had a problem. Can you explain more? How can we fix this problem? And so then they get to, you know, let you know what's going on without leaving the bad review on Google and Facebook and all that. And so there's pluses and minuses to that, of course. One is not everybody is going to, that not everybody that leaves feedback with you is going to copy it and, and put it on Google or whatever. So you might get lower numbers. You'll get more, you'll get more feedback, but you'll get lower numbers that go out to Google and Yelp and whatnot. But it'll also make sure that the bad ones don't get out to there very often. And so it, it'll help out in that way. And, you know, in the last week or so, I think we've gotten six new reviews so far, oh. which, you know, you th think, oh, six, that's not that many. But when you're talking about this oh, kind of a business, it. we're only dealing with, you know, um, party, you know, three on that one Saturday, we had 17 parties in one day. Okay. But on the other ones, you know, we've had. 10, 5, 2, 3, 4. So it's not like there's hundreds of people that have, well, well, technically there have because each party has two to three to five or whatever people in it, but not everybody is in the system to be contacted. So in the system, you might only have a couple of people, you know, in each party that you can contact and ask for the review. Um, so what we're doing to improve that is not only we're we reaching out to them and asking them for that, but I had cards printed that have a scan code on it. And you scan the code, it takes them to the feedback page to leave that feedback. I also put posters up in the room so when they're leaving, they can scan it and leave a review on their way out. And we, and I specifically ask them. I say, here, here's a card. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, you can scan this. And if you could leave us feedback, it'll help us to improve what we're doing. We'd love to to see how, you know what you thought and, and how we're doing. And um, by the way, there's also a coupon code for the next time that you come in. And so they click cool. on that, they, you know, they scan it, they get a coupon code and they can leave us feedback. And because it's feedback, it's not that we're not giving them coupon code for leaving a, a five-star review on Google or Yelp. We're giving them a coupon for leaving feedback on our little page thing. So there you go. Very good. Yeah. Indeed. Great so idea. I just wanted to put that out there as well because we didn't mention that. So, all right. With that, it is now 2.56 in the afternoon on Friday and I've got to get back to uh, trying to get some of these things done. And I've, I've had Adam call me while I'm on here. I've had Justin call me while I'm on here. I've had my wife text me three times. So I, everybody is looking for a piece of my flesh right now while we're doing the show. The so police, the police, with that, the police, you. well, they're always after me, but, uh, with that, we will get ourselves out of here. We hope this helped you for today. Remember that everything we talked about today works, or at least we're going to find out if it works. And, but only if you do. So you got to get out there and do the things we talk about. Make sure you start using YouTube, using Facebook, using other social media, using Google My Business, getting reviews. All of these things for your business or your clients' businesses are always going to benefit them. Um, even if you don't get 
stellar results, you're building something better that's going to give them better results over time. So be sure to get out there and do that. Make sure that you're putting uh, stuff onto all those social media platforms. We use Bright Social and Steve Sleeper's calling me now too. Uh, we use Bright Social to send out all of this content to Google My Business, to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, because we want to make sure that all of these things have as much content as possible. So be sure to do that. For Steve Sleeper, I'm Ray the Video Guy. Let's hit that funky music and get ourselves out of here and get Rock back and roll. to work. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy.